TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Get down. say I told you so yet here we are greetings and salutations welcome back to pod is war pod is war is brought to you by the good folks at chair shot radio network in conjunction with thechairshot.com always use your head and you should always use your heads. It just makes life a little bit easier for you. But more importantly than that, let your fingers do the walking. Take yourselves to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up your official chair shot t-shirts. What better way to bring in Mania Weekend, folks, or Mania Season, folks? I mean, we've got the reason for the season. Jesus did the job. Of course, my personal favorite. Hashtag journalism, save tag team wrestling, Baron Corbin sucks, and many, many more. Plus, they're actually running a special through Monday. If you type in the word... I believe it's madness. If you type in the word madness, you can get 20% off your order from now until Monday. So take your ass down there right now. Not now, but right now. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you. Thank you. And please. I'm Mr. You're Velvet Pipes. All right. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. And as always, I'm joined by my man, Andrew Snowflake Blaz. It wouldn't be Potter's War if we didn't get this together. Isn't that right, man? That's, yeah, that's pretty much how it works. You you know what this is, man. You sound actually super crystal clear today. What's going on with you, man? Are you sober? Fuck no. Well, I'm ever sober. I, I, got, I got that red stag going on. But it might have something to do with who we have in the, uh, the role of the moderator today and the fact that we're recording a little differently. Never know. That's right. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Moderator himself, PC Tunney, the commish, he wasn't able to make it here. He's actually undergoing a very serious surgical procedure. He's in the process of getting his head out of DDP's ad, DPP's ass. So uh, thoughts and prayers go out to you, Commissioner Tunney. We love you. Send all your positive energy towards him. Get well soon, man. Get well soon. But in his place. We couldn't have found a better replacement. Mr. Chairshot himself, our commander-in-chief, put your hands together and show your love for the one, the only, Mr. Greg DeMarco. Gentlemen, this is exciting. This is something that I've wanted to do for a while, but Wednesdays are tough, and, you know, kayfabe, whatever. Wednesdays are tough, 
And this, <laughs> this weekend, the, the wife and daughter are out of town. It's just me and the son. And it worked out really well to where I could do this. And, you know, it would have been four of us anyway. But then Tony, unfortunately, under the weather, got to be up early still. And so, yeah, just kind of worked out. I love how you have your own theme music, man. Every superhero needs his own theme music, so I could dig it. I mean, we can that's give everybody not even his theme music. That's that's just his Adam Cole. I love you music. I mean, there's some stuff that we can play for people. Like I can, you know, Platt can probably go with this one. I mean, Balls can go with this one. Stronger than ever, <laughs> forever. Rocky Logan, Yo Logan, Show Logan. Yo, and Rocky, we about to make Rapungi 3K Transform and Optimus are proper like bigger than Gundam bodies So stop the light, showing yo, they hit the room The crowd blacked out, can you feel the boom? Causing more chaos in the typhoon Futrified wrestling serving you with a spoon Rapungi 3K3 You're welcome! Uh, Plots is tough, but I can probably squeeze this one in there Hey! upload my hard drive into your <laughs> soft mainframe. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's appropriate. That reminds me I love how they're all kind of like inside jokes to uh, yes. the old great Marco show or or uh, your Wednesday Night War show. How, how is that going anyway? Is that just yeah. on hiatus? Oh, yeah, schedules, man. Doing her, her awesome thing being the CEO co-owner just Head bitch Busy. in charge down there. Busy. It's either her fault or my fault. And yeah, it just never, never works okay. out. So, yep. So, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll try to get it back at some point. Who knows? But yeah, it's just, we still text and try to figure it out. But yeah, it's tough. You know, schedules, dude. Life. Yeah, life yeah. gets in the way sometimes. That's why every time Tony's like, yeah, come on, Bonnie's Warren. I'm like, I'll, I'll try. But I won't. <laughs> like, it's just. It's just, so, it's just so difficult. Well, it sounds like party at DeMarco's this weekend, though, man. Y'all, y'all got the yeah. ultimate bachelor pad popping so, is, is it hookers and blow to teach the boy or no? He's 13, almost 14, so I mean, I mean it's about time. That's close enough. So, Come on, so, yeah, there yes. we go. So, yes, I mean, <laughs> what I want to do, just just send like two in his room and like an hour later open the door and he'll just be standing there like this. Or he'll be dead. One of the two. <laughs> Or if he just he just pops out with a big smile on his face and I'll be like, mm-hmm. You're welcome. And then I'll walk downstairs and make myself a smoothie. It'd be great. And then it just ends with and we don't tell mom. No, 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 no. <laughs> Definitely not. So No, this is fun though. It's Friday night, we're gonna have some fun. How are you guys doing? You guys feeling okay? I'm good, man. I can't complain at all. I mean I could, but who gives a shit? So I'm not. <laughs> I mean, you know. Balls is I muted. I, I know. I, how are you doing, Andrew? Square, I suppose. You know. There we go. Well, I bet. I bet you know how I'm doing, Andrew. Oh yeah, I how, think I do. How am I doing? Are you fantastic, man? I'm fantastic, man.
why I love that song so much, but I do. I love yeah. this shit, man. I think this is a thing. Pot is war of the music. <laughs> this is what this is going to be today. <laughs> Speaking of which, so before we get started, I wanted to, to, I said I had a little surprise for you guys off air, and I do. So when I told my son we were eating dinner, I was like, yeah, I got to report a podcast tonight. And he was like, oh, which one? And I was like, Pot is war. And he was like, is that the one where the guy was singing that time? And he, his, and he sounded like Kermit the Frog. And I was like, <laughs> so I want to play you. This is this is my son's favorite podcast snippet ever. This comes from, from the episode of Pot is War titled, If X Asked Me, I Would. So this was the very beginning of the show. Just oblige me for about a minute. Wasting chance that I've been given, so I'm never gonna dance again. Cause when I do is, uh, when I dance with you, oh. Sing, <laughs> sing this, sing, uh, sing the Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I sing that Ooh, song. I wanna take you to Aruba, Bahamas, come on. Pretty mama, take it slow. we want to go way down in Jamaica. Oh, the line was Kokomo, you asshole. My bad shit. I mean, my bad shit. <laughs> I had to play that like 12 times in a row that night. Oh, nice. I was listening to it. He was like, play it again. Play it again. <laughs> I knew funny. exactly what you were talking about, too. As soon as you said Kermit the Frog, I already uh-huh. knew. <laughs> that was like, what, like April or some shit like that? I mean, it was a long time yeah, ago. That was a while ago. Was Shout a out to Louis game. Armstrong, by the way. Who they, It wasn't Kermit, y'all. Oh, yeah. No. I... Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Explain that to him, but yeah, it was kind of fun. But yeah, that was a uh, so I wanted to you know play you guys for you guys and, and let you guys hear that, and because that's what we do, that's what we do around here. So but we do have some topics to talk about this week. Just just two because I mean it's already ten minutes into the show and we ain't done shit. But. That's uh, oh, just like a normal episode. You know? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Plus the Friday night, people got to be up early. And like I said, we'll see where it takes us. That's for sure. So uh, you guys ready for topic number one of two? Well, let's get it on the good foot and do the sure. bad thing. Oh, yeah. But he might not have a choice. The Fiend's got the mandible claw locked in. Good. Goldberg back up to his feet. And a headbutt by Goldberg. And Goldberg with knees and another knee. Finally created separation. He's got him where he wants him. Goldberg's got feed where he wants him. Can he do this? Can Goldberg do this? He can't. He can't. He will. Jackhammer. Cover by Goldberg. Shoulders down. He did it. Goldberg's the universal champion. I can't believe it. Here's your winner. And the new universal champion, Goldberg. The Fiend. Was next Goldberg, now a two-time Universal Champion. That, of course, is from well, most people would call it Super Showdown. We, of course, will call it Jam in the Sand Five. Took place this past Thursday. Goldberg defeating the Fiend, becoming a two-time Universal Champion. Seems like he's headed towards a WrestleMania showdown with Roman Reigns. We'll get there. 
reactions, where we think we're going, how we feel, like it, don't like it. We'll talk about all of it. Mr. Platt, I'll start with you. Well, as I opened the show, I hate to say I told you so, but I kind of told you so. On these very airwaves last week, what did, what did I say? I, I know what I said because I was there when I said it. I said that the biggest possible WrestleMania match they could have is Goldberg versus Roman. I still maintain that, and that's where they went. My only question is, when was this decision made? Because I don't think this was the plan all, all along. I, for example, I don't think this was the plan three months ago. And the reason I said that is because how bad Goldberg looked. Like, he, for the first time, he looked his age in the face. He was a little, he wasn't doughy around the edges, but he wasn't as cut up and as ripped up as he normally was. And he was clearly out of shape and blown up. I mean, those little bullshit spears that he gave the Fiend, and then he struggled to get the Fiend's big ass up for the jackhammer. Like, so he, he clearly wasn't prepared. This was... A recent decision, but the right decision. And I, I, I've said this before in the past, and it it, it it bears repeating. If you look at WWE less as a wrestling company and more as a business, a lot of the decisions they make make a whole lot more sense. Not necessarily saying you're going to agree with them, because there's a lot of shit they do that I don't necessarily agree with, but they make sense. And this makes sense on paper. Theoretically, we're taking... For example, I don't like the, the, the decision to take the pay-per-views off of the network. Theoretically, we're leaning towards taking the big pay-per-views off the network. And if I'm in negotiations with ESPN Plus or Fox or whomever, I've got to come out with a bang. i got to come out with something big. I'm not worried about the hardcore, which I, I, I include us in the hardcore. Maybe not Belaz, because I don't really think uh, Mr. Belaz would watch any WWE if we didn't podcast about it. But... They're not worried about the hardcores. We're, we're here. We're going to be here. You know how I know we're going to be here? Because we've been here after they literally ran everybody else off that used to watch this shit, saying we're still here. But I'm trying to get some new eyeballs. I'm trying to get some laps fans. I'm trying to get some curiosity gawkers. And you throw Goldberg and Roman Reigns' handsome ass on a fucking poster, and people are going to say, oh, yeah, I remember Goldberg. Goldberg still has name cachet. Back in the Attitude Era and the Monday Night Wars, the most popular era of uh, professional wrestling in the modern era, it was Stone Cold, it was The Rock, and it was Goldberg. Those were your big three. So you throw Goldberg on, people will remember Goldberg. And then you're hoping, okay, who's this big handsome son of a bitch? And then maybe you do a little Google search on Roman Reigns. Maybe you run across his promo that he cut during Super Bowl week on backstage. Maybe you run across or maybe you remember him from his appearance on College Game Day. Or you say to yourself, hey, that's that guy that was in that movie with The Rock. And then maybe you Google him and you see, oh, man, this guy survived cancer two times, two times. Oh, he's a badass. Okay, I'll tune in for that. And then you fill in all the other ancillary spots. You got Cena that's going to be there. Hogan is probably going to make an appearance for whatever the reason. You know, it is what it is. Shayna Baszler, hey, I remember her from MMA. And if I'm WWE, I'm backing up the Brinks truck to Ronda Rousey's house. You don't even have to wrestle. Just come out with her and announce I'm going to be in her corner. And that's going to get more eyeballs. This is what this is all about. They're trying to get eyeballs. And there was no marquee matchup heading into WrestleMania before the Jam in the Sand 5. I mean, y'all really thought they were going to headline the biggest event of the year with Brock Lesnar versus Braveheart? No. By the way, Drew, you can take that, man. You, you should come down in full William Wallace regalia to the ring. You can have that. That's yours, man. That's for free. You can take that. You're welcome. Um, I, I, I could keep going, but Andrew, man, what do you think, man? What are your thoughts on this situation? I mean, if you remember last week, we didn't really disagree. None of us really saw a way out for Fiend to win this and for it to really make sense over Goldberg. So it, it works. And like, 
you're right. It business wise, it makes sense. It's going to piss off the hardcores. It's going to piss off the IWC. Because I think one of the funniest comments I saw was the man who put on like one of the worst matches last year with Undertaker is now the champion. Like, you really think they give a fuck about match quality? Like, you really think anybody gives a fuck about was it a five star match? Was it a one star match? Was it a two star match? Are you going to go see it anyway? Yeah? No? Did Hogan have any five-star classics during his whole 20-year run? Really? No. But uh, who who sold? Who was the biggest draw in probably wrestling wrestling history in general? In Chris? restaurant history too, man. That little wrestling restaurant, you know, whatever. <laughs> in Orlando, you know, he, he's got that awesome Hogan blender because it's not as good as the Foreman Grill, <laughs> but that Thunder Blender or whatever the fuck it was called, that was awesome, man. You, did you did you say the Brother Blender? Blender. I said the, the Thunder Brother Blender. blender. <laughs> brother blender. Oh, the That's... brother blender would be awesome. That brother. that would be really frowned upon with his uh, recent, you know, accusations because that could just mean something different. But in general, it should have worked. Alliteration works nicely. Well, maybe he could come up with something new, and it could be like a chopper where you can like slice and dice vegetables and stuff like that, and you can call it the uh, ninja. I don't know. I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. Do with that what you will. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Oh, here I thought uh, instead of like slap chop, you would have went for like leg drop chop or something like that. <laughs> uh, live, you oh, did. Man. You did. Points for Speaking you. The matches, though. Y'all don't even like the Fiends matches. What are y'all bullshit about? This whole time he's been the chip. Like the red light. And, you know, as a fan, personally, I'm much more excited for a Goldberg Roman match than I would have been for the Fiend match. That shit would have been flat as day old pop sitting out on the stoop, on the stoop, man. Y'all know that. Y'all would have came away saying, oh, man, that, that mania main event, man, it just left something to be decided. It was whack. This, it's going to be five to eight minutes of smash mouth, boom, bang, pow, in your face like a can of mace, baby. Is it burning? We'll see. Now you're learning. And, and considering how they put on these 27 and a half hour WrestleManias, this is going to be the perfect palate cleanser and the perfect way to leave off the show. True, true. And as we all have kind of deduced, this is a perfect way for people to not boo Roman after he most likely beats Goldberg because people are just going to want it off of the part-timer, quote-unquote. But I think I think the best thing that could be just me reading way too much into it or trying to get way too smart with the storyline when I was talking to Bob is The Fiend affects everybody by bringing them back to a former persona. You know, we, we've seen it with Daniel Bryan going back to American Dragon, Miz going back to Miz and Morrison, you know, so, so on and so, you know, Rollins going back to Dickhead Heel with a bunch of lackeys. What do we all remember Goldberg as? A dominant three-minute match champion. What is he? Did did he not technically go back? I, no, no, I, when you said what is he, I... Follow the current conversation. Yes, no, 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 no. Don't yeah. This it. is my yard now. Greg doesn't like to edit, so no, you know what I'm saying. So oh, you- there will be no edit. Let me let me just make sense. This is hashtag no editing. This is this is live to tape right now. So this is yes, pod so is live. In a, in a way, like I said, I may be reading into it too much, but Goldberg did revert back to the version everybody loves and misses the the dominant you know who's next three minute match champion a couple spears and a jackhammer instead of happy dad with his chunky kid 
and WrestleMania is all about the poster. And I, and I know people are going to say, oh, well, they're not creating new stars and yada, yada, yada. I've been beating that drum for 10 years now. It is what it is. We here now. It is what it is. Yes, they do need to create new stars. Yes, we all know that. But we're here now. It is what it is. We're trying to sell some tickets and putting up Goldberg's face and putting up Roman's face on a poster. That's going to sell. But, Mr. DeMarco, I'm interested to hear your thoughts because – you you are you know we're, we're, for all intents and purposes uh, you are our our resident uh, WWE shill and even you kind of had a sour taste in your mouth after Goldberg defeating the Fiend. How did I get the whole shill? Like like I, <laughs> it happened to me recently too. I was I got a text message and they were like, "Don't you love everything they do?" And I was just like, "God damn it!" Um, because you love gender. Well, that's I mean. How can you not? Like, I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, he's got a point. The, How can you not love What gender? the problem is That's there? Like. I mean, I got the. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Shut your dumb mouth. But, I didn't think you brought that music over too. That was it's all, it's all the same. It's all the same program. I just have different folders. I, I can I can okay. switch from folder to folder in in a heartbeat. You never know Son how fast I can I can I can jump over to the Miranda show. I can go to go to Wednesday Night War. Who are you trying to get? Crazy I, I can go to the game me? show. Don't you know? You know if I need to, and, there's a lot of stuff I can do. I got it all, but. <laughs> Wow. Here's my problem. I don't dislike Roman Reigns versus Goldberg at all. I think that is a marquee WrestleMania match. I do not understand why the Universal Championship has to be involved and why the first person to really beat The Fiend had to be Goldberg. And if we're going with The Fiend versus John Cena, why not make it for Cena trying to break the record? against The Fiend, and then you can involve Ric Flair, and The Fiend can attack Ric Flair at some point. I mean, there's so much you can do. I, I like the pairings, and if you listen to, to Chair Shot Radio from this week, we kind of broke down the pairings that we would want to see with these four guys, and the I'm the one who picked these pairings. We all picked different pairings, which was kind of crazy that it worked out that way, but I wanted Goldberg and Roman, and I wanted Cena and Fiend. I just wanted the title to be involved with Cena and The Fiend. I hate The Fiend losing to Goldberg, and I hate The Fiend losing to Goldberg that way, when The Fiend has been unbeatable and and unstoppable, and then Goldberg, you know, four spears and a weak-ass jackhammer, and that's good enough. Like, I just, he didn't even really hook the leg. He just kind of pulled up on the tights a little bit. Like, it just, he kind of neutered The Fiend. Now, The Fiend can come back from anything. They could, The Fiend's the kind of character that can claim he did it on purpose. Like, there's just so much they can do there and, and, and backtrack and cover up for it. But that's what I didn't like about it. The fact that I didn't need the title to be involved. I was already on board with Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. I didn't need a championship to, to change it for me. The funny part is you literally just described Amber and I's third date. Four spears and a weak-ass jackhammer. <laughs> Yet she's still here. So it worked out she for is. everybody, I guess. com. Always use your head. We might have a title right there, too. <laughs> Four spears <laughs> and a jackhammer. <laughs> I mean, there we go. There we go. There we go. 
I mean, I, I feel like the title had to be on the line because they've been pussyfooting around it long enough. We all knew that eventually the title was going to find its way back to Roman Reigns because that's what they want, and that's probably what's best for business. I'm a, I'm a Roman guy, so I'm a little biased. But what do y'all think about the Fiend's title reign? Because other than the vignettes and whatnot and the mind games and everything, it, it's kind of been fairly underwhelming. I don't I don't know if you want him holding the title. I get the whole Cena thing and him going for 17 and all the angles that they can play for that, but the title reign's kind of been underwhelming, and you're going to throw a guy out there whose matches that the majority of people haven't enjoyed versus a guy that hasn't had a match in, what, a year and a half? You know, I, eh, I don't know. You're not... You're not wrong where the championship's been, uh, the championship reign has been underwhelming. But from what I've heard, if we really have to think about it, it seems like everybody in, in attendance for the Saudi show enjoyed what happened. They enjoyed the legends. They enjoyed the win. They didn't really react for Bray, you know. And there, there, another big contention for the IWC was Undertaker burying AJ Styles with one choke slam because we've never seen that before where a random person pops up in the middle of something to do something when you're not expecting it and the heel can just claim, I wasn't ready. That That's totally something that's never happened in wrestling before. No, let's just shit on that for no fucking reason. But it, I think I said the same thing with the last couple of Saudi, sh- Saudi shows. It's not meant for us. It's not meant for the Western audience. It's not meant for Americans. It's not meant for the hardcores. It's meant for the Saudi fans. We spoke about it here where the prince on the first one wanted fucking Yokozuna and Andre the Giant. (laughs) We know where their head's at. They want the old classics that everybody fell in love with. They don't give a fuck about whoever the hell the new guy is or whoever they're trying to build. They want to pop for Goldberg or Undertaker or something like that. So who cares? It's, we all knew it was a house show. We all write it off as a house show. Yet I think Mitchell's article on EWN has fucking 10,000 views and like 100 comments of people saying that WWE is fucking stupid and burying people. Are they stupid? The fans in attendance seem to love everything that happened. So if you want to be mad at something, be mad because my man Rick O'Shea, he couldn't even get a lick in. Not a punch, not a chop, not a little bullshit kick, nothing. Be mad at that. I did say he was going to get squashed, though. You did say he was going to get squashed. We all knew he was going to get squashed, but I thought he'd get in a lick. You didn't think he was going to get Kofi'd. You thought he was going to get squashed. Yes, yeah, exactly. I didn't think he was going to get Kofi'd, and goddamn, really, that's a thing now, but it is a thing now. (laughs) It is a thing. I I mean, it is Black History Month, so let's just bring the analogy right through. (laughs) Ricochet went O for Kofi at Jam in the Sand 5. (laughs) Black wrestlers went O for Kofi all month. They went O for Black History Month. The fuck? Nyla Rose is our shining uh, example, man. We, We went one for 27. <laughs> One for twenty seven. <laughs> the reverse Sad streak. Day, <laughs> That's another show Christ, title. I gotta man. start writing these down. I got Tony's job is hard. No, Tony writes it down too he says something too. Reverse <laughs> streak. Oh, we got four spears. And a weak ass Jack Hammer. Hey, Jack. You have to put weak ass in there. Weak ass. No, you won't. Ass. Wasn't there another one too? I can't remember now. See, this is this is hard time. Uh, four spears and a weak ass jackhammer. I got that one, and I got the reverse streak. Oh, I, oh, oh, I beg your pardon. I think that's all we went with so far. 
Right, well, the night is young. <sighs> Unless you want the Kermit song surprise. <laughs> <laughs> no, no that, that that needs to be something that people are surprised by when they listen to it. Okay, that's what they that's what they need to hear. Yeah, so. this this has been a, a rough one for the black delegation. I think we should probably just forfeit the month, man, and turn it over to the LB. That's what it was, brothers and sisters. This it. That's, oh, that's for Kofi. I guess oh, for Kofi. <laughs> We'll take April or something. We'll take April now or something. Yeah, or June or something like the that. The one yeah. thing we like to barbecue. So the one thing that I will say <laughs> is, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we like to barbecue. Fuck it. Oh, that's good shit. Um, <laughs> no, the one thing that I will say is WrestleMania 35. Right, you got women in the main event. You got Rollins beat Lesnar. You got Kofi over Daniel Bryan. Everything that people wanted, and people still found a reason to complain. Now you got WrestleMania 36, and you're going to have, you know, Goldberg walking in as world champion against Roman Reigns. You got Lesnar and, and Drew McIntyre. Shayna Baszler's going to, I mean, it, 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 they, they might as well not book for what the fans want because the fans are going to find a reason to complain anyway. It's the age old story, the age old battle between WWE and the WWE's fans is that. It doesn't matter what you do. They're going to find a reason to complain. So you might as well do what you want to do and live with it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And let's see if maybe we can get some lap fans back. Maybe they'll tune on to the tune into the show and, you know, they'll dig Becky Lynch's stick or they'll like the Street Profits or they'll connect with Seth freaking Rollins or maybe they can get Drew McIntyre over and be that crossover star. You never know. But yeah, I mean, going to piss and moan and complain regardless of what they do. It doesn't matter. You already said empire. you already gave the the way that you get Drew McIntyre over. From Scotland, I am William Wallace. William Wallace is seven feet tall. Yes, I'm <laughs> kills men by the hundred. And if he were here, he'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from his arse. <laughs> I am William Wallace, and I see a whole army of my countrymen. It's uncanny, like, when you said that. Like, he really sounds just like him. Yeah, Drew, come on, man. Go full tilt. Face paint, horse, everything. Sword, everything. Go full tilt, man. I mean, what will you do when I take that back? Take what back? You can just talk about it. Hunter Horse Helmley died. And we don't want. We don't want that. We don't love He didn't die at the event. Though, so it's okay. No. Best name of a horse ever, by the way, Hunter Horse Helmsley. I mean, it come is. on. I'm dying in your beds. They have similar stouts. Or stouts. <laughs> Let's get to the good part. That they may take our lives. But they'll never take our freedom! That they may take our lives! But they'll never take our... WWE Championship! Alright, yeah, good luck, Drew McIntyre. But it, yeah, when you said that, like, Mel Gibson, like, Drew McIntyre doesn't mean Mel Gibson, is basically what I'm learning <laughs> so far <laughs> this whole thing. Like, that's really that's what it is. <laughs> I need to write that one down, too. Drew McIntyre... Talk about something. 
Macintosh. <laughs> All right, so something. Hey, <laughs> no, so uh, what? What no. else uh, stood out for you though? Did well, Andrew? Did you actually get a chance to watch the show? I have not gotten to see that yet. No. Okay, so you don't know anything about anything. I read the <laughs> results, but it's not like I knew what happened in a match. Did we think Monsoor was going to lose? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like death taxes and Monsoor in Saudi Arabia. Like, those things are going to happen no matter what. It's like Monsoor walks into Saudi Arabia, and this is what he says. This is my yard now. Like, that's Monsoor. He is Roman Reigns when he walks into Saudi Arabia. If they booked Roman Reigns versus Monsoor in Saudi Arabia, Roman Reigns is doing the job. Like That's just the way it is. Like There's just no... That's, that's true. No two ways. I did want to send a, a special shout out to Naomi and Bailey. I thought they had a really good match. They they really they they worked really hard. Uh, Bailey showed her wrestling acumen, and Naomi got to do some cool moves. She added some things to her arsenal, and I thought it was a really entertaining match. And it really was. I watched that one. Yeah. I watched the uh, I watched the the cup thing. I watched the final match. I didn't get a chance to watch everything. Because it was that was work, and then yesterday was crazy. But I did get a chance to check out those items, and they were they were good. I mean, it was honestly it might be one of the best Saudi Arabia shows they've put on. As much as that's like blasphemous to say to compliment anything they do in Saudi Arabia, but how dare I, I, you say what that? I saw was oh I dare what I saw was. <laughs> Don't you know how many part timers went over? They they buried all the young talent, the young forty two year old AJ Styles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the Bray Wyatt that got no reaction, and you know Ricochet, which nobody gave faith in anyway, so it doesn't oh, hurt him Rick. to begin with. Let oh, me just—I just want to point one thing out before we move on to topic number two. Goldberg, fifty-three years old. Chris Jericho, forty-nine. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say right there. So anyway, bubbly. right? <laughs> Before we go to topic number two, want to let everybody know about a little service out there called powerslam.tv. And if you head on over to powerslam.tv, you can get a free month. You can get a free month if you use the promo code ChairShot. Now, you can get a free week just by heading over there with no promo code. But why get a free week when you can get a free month? Normally it costs you 5.99, but but try it out. Try it before you buy it. You get a free month. Add new stuff every day. Over 150 of your favorite uh, favorite promotions. If you listen to Chair Shot Radio, formerly the Greg DeMarco Show, you know it's 150 of your favorite promotions and Combat Zone Wrestling because it is powerslam.tv. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Again, that's powerslam.tv. Use the promo code ChairShot. Powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. And while Andrew is muted and, and, and Chris has stepped away, Little reminder, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. That promo code that Chris mentioned earlier is Madness. It's not March Madness, it's Merch Madness. And that sale runs through Monday. Pick up your very own chair shot t-shirt or any t-shirt that you like over there at ProWrestlingTees.com 
But the best way to do it is go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Use that promo code MADNESS. Take advantage of Merch Madness and uh, see what you can find. Mr. Platt, welcome back. My balls is muted. I don't know if he went was that the way too, but but he uh, oh he's unmuted. Damn, you didn't have to bury me, man. They didn't know unless you said something. And I mute myself because I can't trust my neighbors. Bob may belch. The neighbors may be having really loud sex. I don't know. It's a townhouse, so the the walls are paper thin and they're attached. So I like to mute myself when the people are talking, so it doesn't sound you know super unprofessional until I start talking. Balls walks by the adjoining dog, and all he hear and, and all he hears is here comes the big dog. <laughs> it's boss time. That's what happens. That's what happens sometimes. And you it's live in the New York, New Jersey area, bro. They don't call them townhouses, man. They call them brownstones. We learned that on the Cosby Show. Okay, but I was using a word that most people understood. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're talking about brownstones, somebody might go to like the GNR kind of way, and then we got a whole different conversation going on. Well, I guess you, you know what? Let's 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 just you know that song wasn't about attached houses, Greg. I'm sorry. No, I know. Trust shout me. out, shout out to <laughs> Axel Rose, man. Axel Rose went from this racist ass dude from Indiana to this like socially conscious, aware motherfucker. Like it was just weird. You know what I mean? Have you, like, have y'all ever peruse Axel Rose's Twitter? Don't ask me why I peruse Axel <laughs> Rose's Twitter, BT Dub. But I, 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 I have. He's just it. He's made a complete 180. Shout out to Axel. Yeah. Good for him. Let's, uh, on that note, we're going to continue the musical. <laughs> you got no choice, babe. Hey, but to move on, and you know, there ain't no time to I guess they can't all be winners, ladies and gentlemen. Just wait. So just to find, to see. But in the end, you know, you can't be So just tell me. It's all worth it for Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. Yep. It should have been May. Good old Dolph Ziggler. Here we go. Topic two. Cleveland's own, by the way. As this continues down the path of Fury domination. Tyson Fury did a great fate before throwing that combination. And this is what he's going to be doing throughout this fight. Fainting and then throwing that big right. Wilder just coasting back into that neutral corner. And now Fury's looking to split the guard as Wilder's in bad shape. This fight is over. This TKO victory. There is only one. There is only one. Crown the king, the lone undefeated heavyweight champion of the world. Tyson Fury, the champion. This past weekend, February 22nd, Tyson Fury did defeat Deontay Wilder to become the undisputed king of the heavyweights. And, and it's, you know, a lot of people I feel like picked against him, especially after seeing him at the weigh-ins. But uh, he ended up with the game plan and it worked out for him. So, gentlemen, i am do my own little step away here just for a second. But talk about the fight. I know you guys made some picks and, and you had an opportunity to do that. So, brag, grovel, do whatever you need to do. And uh, I'll be right back. I was one round off of my completely uneducated, didn't know what the fuck, haven't watched a boxing match since Lennox Lewis and Mike Tyson fought each other. I was one round off because I said Fury in eight, and it ended in seven after the the towel throw in. But, oh my God. It was a fun match. 
granted, it was completely one-sided because of the eardrum or whatever the fuck it was. But I, I think the thing that hits me the hardest, since we're a little bit removed from it, so all the excuses have come out, how weak is that fucking excuse that my outfit was too heavy and that's why my legs were gone? Come well, on. No, number one, goddammit, I hate it when you're right. <laughs> number one. <laughs> number two, I mean, they got to do something to try to sell the third fight because the third fight was a done deal before the second fight even took place. And you have to do something to try to sell the third fight because as it stands right now, Andrew, I don't see how the third fight is going to be any different from, frankly, the first two. Because he out, you know, because, go ahead. If Wilder doesn't get his eardrum ruptured, then he keeps his equilibrium. And he has a better chance of landing the, you know, the, the bombs away kind of haymakers that he's good for instead of looking like he needs the ropes to stay up and looking like an old man dawdling about getting rocked by some British dude who sings and has the most American act, like entrance music <laughs> with Patsy Cline and sings like American Pie, some Don McLean. And it's like, I, I'm confused a little by what, what, you know, he thinks he is when it comes down to his uh, national associations. But <laughs> I suppose if he's a gypsy, he's roaming. So I guess maybe that's where the gypsy king thing comes in. But how, why don't you just own it? He popped my eardrum. That's not going to happen in every fucking match if you don't take a solid punch to the fucking ear. So he keeps his guard up a little more in the third match. And how how do you need this bullshit excuse of my costume was too heavy when just saying he got lucky and popped my eardrum and that fucked me all up? Because the eardrum thing, yeah, that, that's, that's fair. But that's not why he lost. That contributed to why he lost. But he just got his ass whooped. He just got outclassed by a better boxer. And the same thing happened in the first fight. It just so happens that he caught him a couple of times and that and he was able to pull out a draw. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, to, 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 to Wilder's credit, I feel as if he came into this fight with a game plan. It wasn't a very good one, but it was a game plan because this was the first fight of his that I saw that he actually utilized his jab in the way that you're supposed to utilize your jab. Because typically when he throws his jab, that left hand, it's really just to measure up his opponent so he can hit him with that goddamn it with the right. This okay. time he actually used the jab for what it's worth because, you know, the, the, the point of a jab is to open up your opponent. <laughs> so when you throw the jab, and, I, and I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the, you know, the people out there in the audience, man, okay. that maybe don't know. When you throw the jab, man, you're, 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 you're hoping for one or two results, man. You either want to pop your opponent in the nose so their eyes start to water and it clouds their vision, or... You want to pop them where their head snaps back. And y'all all have seen this in fights before. They get hit with the jab and the head step snaps back. The reason being, they can't see where the next punch is coming from. So Wilder came into this with a game plan. He was going to open him up with the jab and then followed up with the overhand right. The problem was that was it. It was a very weak game plan. And, you know, he orchestrated it in that round one. And when Fury saw, okay, that's all he came back with, with this, was this one-two? Oh, we good. We groovy like a 10-cent movie. If popcorn was a penny, I'd be mad I ain't get any. And he was good. And from the second round on, it was not a fight. And, yeah, the, the, the eardrum had, a, had, a, had an effect. But I'm, I'm looking in the man's eyes, man. After about round three, I think the, 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 the original knockdown occurred in round three, right? I think you're right, yes. Okay. So after that first knockdown, I'm looking in his eyes. The lights were home and nobody was there. And, you know, the, the, the illustrious Mike Tyson has this great quote that everybody always requotes. It says, he says, everybody has a plan until they get, they get in the punched mouth. In the mouth yeah. And that's mm -hmm. exactly what happened with Wilder. He got punched in the mouth. He fell on his ass. 
And from that point on, it was survival mode. And again, I saw in his eyes, he was done. So. And they gave him a couple of rounds to try to get his bearings back underneath him and, and see what he could do. But after that, it, it, it was a wrap. And eventually, like you pointed out, because I didn't even see that the first time I watched the fight, the, the corner did throw in the towel. And now he's a little pissed at them. Cause, but he's a warrior. They're supposed to say that. Boxers are warriors. I get that. But I they did that. that. Yeah. But they did that for his safety because he was done, man. And mm-hmm. he wasn't going to win the fight. And, you know, I, I, I'm i one of those people that DeMarco talked about, about how I, I saw Tyson Fury at the weigh-in. I'm like, oh, this dude's coming in at 275. And, you know, just his body language and everything. And I totally misread it, to be honest. It, it wasn't that he was scared. It was, I got this shit. I ain't even mm-hmm. worried about it. And he threw on that extra weight. And the reason, it, and he was still able to move with the extra weight, but the extra weight was in case he did get popped with that, goddamn it, it was going to be a lot harder to knock him off his feet because he did have that extra weight. He's a little, you know, a little more stout. And Wilder came in about, you know, 20, I think about 15, 20 pounds, you know, heavier than he normally does. He typically fights about, about 216, 217. He weighed in at 231. I don't think that extra weight helped him at all either, but he just got outclassed, man. And if I was Wilder, man, I, I know why they have to have a rematch again. They Round three or fight three was booked before fight two even happened. But if I'm Wilder, man, listen to me. Listen listen to your Uncle Chris, all right? You need to take a year off and learn how to box, bro, because if, if we're going to do round, if we're going to do fight three in, you know, July or August, these are, you know, dates that I've thrown out there. Uh, there's typically always a big fight around Cinco de Mayo, so I can see it happening there as well. But if you're going to go back out there and fight this man that quick, it's going to be the exact same result. And I ain't paying $80 another time to see your black ass get your ass beat. I'm just not going to do it. So you need to take a year off, man, and go learn how to box a little bit and, and work on your technique. So do you think he should take a couple tune-up matches, like in between, whatever you want to call them, in between matches, whatever? Because I think Tyson Fury is what got the Anthony Joshua match next if uh, Wilder doesn't cash in his rematch, right? That's what they're talking about. And, I mean, from a promotion standpoint, it would be good to have Wilder go out there against a soup can and knock him out, and then, you know, <laughs> you can hype that up again. Like, just from promotions, that makes sense. But, yeah, if I'm Wilder, man, I need to go back to the drawing board. I need to find my Apollo Creed in Rocky Three and regain my Eye of the Tiger and learn how to box a little bit. Like, I, where's Apollo Creed when you need him? So, since since it was completely, I, I didn't cover it up last week when we were or two weeks ago, whatever it was when we were talking about this. Wilder had what another like fifteen matches under his belt than Fury in the professional in the professional vein. Was it really just because of that haymaker and that that fucking big boom that boomstick that he's got attached to his arm? Is that really where he won all these matches so easily? Because if you're saying he has to go learn to box. What got him to like forty two and zero or whatever the fuck it was with like forty knockouts or some shit like that? That goddamn it that I spoke of last week. That's literally it. Because see, the thing is, man, with boxers, man, typically these guys start fighting when they're like thirteen years oh, old. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the time you know you go through the amateur ranks and the Golden Gloves and maybe the Olympics and stuff like that, but. By the time they actually turn professional, typically they've got about, you know, 15, 20 years worth of boxing experience under their belt. He's not that guy. He's a guy that had a special needs daughter. He was a big dude. He had a special needs daughter and he had to figure out how to make some money. And he had that goddamn it on him. And that goddamn it took him extremely far, took him all the way to the top of his profession. But yeah, he never learned those boxing skills, and he's not one of those guys that grew up boxing and, and coming up through the ranks and learned how to learned how to adjust when you get hurt, or you know, learn how to strategize, or just learn how to box 
It, it was literally all based on that right hand. Literally. That's a little Which, surprising because I know he got a bronze medal on the Olympics just purely off his right hand. I didn't watch. I don't normally pay too much close attention to the Olympics, so I'm assuming you have better knowledge of this. Was that, again, purely off the right hand? It was all about the goddammit. And, I mean, he's a, he's athletically, he's very gifted as well, but he's just a big dude with a big punch. And you saw okay. what happened when he fought a guy that has actual boxing skills. He got outclassed, oh, yeah. and it wasn't even close. Yeah, Fury's jab just rocked him left and right. Like, Fury's jab did what it should have done, opened him up. That's why he got hit in the fucking eardrum that one time because the jab kept working, and he turned his head to try to miss the jab and got popped. So. And Fury moves well, too, for a guy his size. And he, he throws punches from different angles that you're not expecting. You know what I mean? So it kind of it, it throws you off your game plan if you're not ready for that sort of thing. And if you're a guy that isn't that hasn't been trained in the sweet science, you see what happens. I just like the fact that Fury seems like he constantly pressures and he's always on the attack, even after he took a couple quick jabs or got grazed a little with the haymaker attempts, like he still got his bearings back and pressed. And it it seems like that'll get you a lot of points off a judge's scorecard anyway, if you're just kind of always in the attack position. So he just positioned himself well. And yeah, he does have really quick hands. I did notice that too, for somebody who's like six, nine, nearly 300 fucking pounds. So it, it's interesting. There were two completely different styles, and the fact that I haven't watched much, much boxing, it was definitely interesting. But I like both these guys. I really like Fury. They they both like to talk. They both understand the show in the show business. And this was good for boxing. And because the heavyweights just hit different, man. With all due respect to Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor and whomever else, a heavyweight title fight just hits different, you know? Oh, you're completely right. Is that your way of saying you want to say something, Greg? Because I know you were on the bottom squad. That one's better. That one's better. So you you want to weigh in here? I mean, so I I didn't watch the fight. I was busy Saturday night, as I bragged about. (laughs) Yeah, Um, humble brag. Yeah, there we go. Hey, I was worried. That fight had me worried that it was going to affect the draw of my wrestling show, and it didn't, <laughs> thankfully. But I was, I was legit, like, nice. like because the first time, so I ran a show in October, and that night another company locally runs a show, and then, um, and and then MC Hammer performs at the State Fair the same night as me, and and it hurt the draw, and and then. Fast forward. But didn't it hurt the other company more? Didn't they have like twelve people or something? They drew nineteen. Like yeah, they drew nineteen. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, nineteen is so much more than twelve. Go on, sir. So the, <laughs> from a percentage standpoint, it's like forty percent more. Shut You're an accountant. You know these things. Um, you know what I'm getting. At. <laughs> um, but then, so fast forward to February 22nd, and I remember it's like December or whatever, and they announced that Wilder Fury 2 was on February 22nd, and I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, like there's just no way this could be happening. And then, like, within the same week, the same local company that ran against us announced they were running against us again. And uh, we had a sold-out show. They, had a de- they, they did much better than 19 people this time around, too. Like, it was just, apparently everybody was out Saturday night. Uh, yeah, maybe thirty-two. That's sixty percent more. So, <laughs> we talk, we've already we've already established. Um, no, they actually had a decent amount of people, but they only had seats on two sides of the ring. It was weird. It rained on Saturday. Their show was outside. Like it was just a weird thing. But, um, but it went well for us. But it seemed like Saturday night was a big night just for people to be out doing stuff, which is really really exciting. I, did, was it eighty bucks? Did you have to drop eighty bucks on the fight? I know you had people come over. 
Yes, sir. Eighty bucks, man. So what was the? I mean, this is this is the stuff that people really want to hear about. What what you guys have? Like, what kind of food did you have? How many people came over? What, what, did, was Amber happy about this, or was she like, "God damn, why are we doing this?" Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. So we didn't have a bunch of people over, man. It was just another uh, one of our couple friends, and we just had some chicken wings and some kettle one, and you know we were hanging out and. You know, we, we obviously it was all bomb squad in this house. We were all for Wilder and, you know, at the end of the fight we're just all sitting there like what what the hell? It, it's been a real bad month, Greg. It's just been a really bad <laughs> month for the black delegation. That was I that mean, was <laughs> that's the mistake that Deontay Wilder made. He had this fight in February. Like that's really what it turned out to be. Like he went. He went. Oh, for Kofi too. Like everybody's gone. Oh, for yeah. Kofi in the oh, month. for Kofi. Even man. Kofi went. Oh, for Kofi during the month yeah. of February. Oh, That's it's true. just tough. It, it just it's, really it's is been tough. It's all bad, man. I mean, you know, it was a fun. You know, I, I, we had an entertain and, and had a fight party in a while. Which again, that's yeah. just the draw of the heavyweights. The heavyweight. You know, heavyweight title fight just hits different, man. And you know, we had a good time and whatnot. It didn't end that well, obviously, but. Yeah, just a rough month, Greg. Rough month, man. Let's get to March. March <laughs> two days <laughs> from now. March, yeah, it'll be just just two days from now when we're recording this. Um, do you think either guy is gonna venture off into the world of professional wrestling? For one I of them, it's again, and for the other one, it would be a first time. Both have said they would. I think they both will because a they're both naturals. They're both great talkers. They're both charismatic. And yeah, there's some money to be made on the other side of that draw. I mean, boxing and wrestling are cousins anyway, so it's the same shit. Different toilet, same shit. Boxing, MMA, wrestling, it's all the same shit. So yeah, and Wilder's already got his heel excuses down in case he loses a match. Fuck, the outfit was too heavy. My boots weren't <laughs> right. Like that, that's fucking perfect. I was wearing weighted gear. I'm sorry. All right, I mean, we go. and we already we had basically two WrestleMania entrance. Okay, well I guess we had one WrestleMania entrance from Tyson Fury and one AEW entrance from Deontay Wilder. But <laughs> that is true. Had, we had two. Big time entrances from these guys. I love when when you can see the pro wrestling influence on sports like this, um, because it was definitely there with the showmanship, and I love it. And I was glad that they, glad that they did that. But yeah, I could see both guys in that. Andrew, just because we we like to keep you in a certain wheelhouse, Tyson Fury or Deontay Wilder, which one would you rather see in New Japan? Oh, right there. Wait, New Japan has nothing to do with Alt Right. There we go. Hey, he just need a different one. Why does Why does you sounding singing Alt Right Andy sound like Dirty Diana? Like, why is that? Alt Right Andy. But I mean, Fury, because of the simple fact that big white boys get over real hard in fucking Japan. If you think, oh, have you forgotten about uh one Robert Sapp, my friend? Oh, one Bob Sapp. In 50 years, one Bob Sapp. <laughs> but I bet but if we, we go got, back, I bet if we go back Brody, and look. Van Vader, you know, Lance but if you Archer, go back and look, I guarantee you Bob Sapp <laughs> has a terrible February record in Japan. Like, it's probably God horrible. Because they don't understand. They're just like, what is Fe- February is February. What is Black History? We don't have Black people in Japan, so we don't have Black History Month. But, uh, yes, so... Fury purely because it's a precedent that was set. But uh, I I think the last thing I'm going to say on this is, can we also just one time bring up on air the AEW-style fucking national fucking uh, anthem singer, Jason DeGraw? 
Vegas has all this fucking pool and fucking money, and they get DeGraw as the fucking... Who does that? Fucking... Can you get anybody else? Was Wayne Newton busy? Like, who the fuck wants to pay <laughs> Wayne for Newton draw? busy. It's Saturday night. Wayne Newton's got a show to do on Saturday night. Like, it's Saturday night in Vegas. You know what I mean. <laughs> said, is Wayne Newton still alive? I think he's in yes. Vegas. I think he's actually performing in Vegas. Oh. Shout out to Pretty sure Wayne Newton. I didn't see a Wayne Newton show. Um, Patrick wanted to, I think. Um, but, but yeah, he. Uh, pretty sure he was there. Did you guys go to, go to a Britney show instead? I, I would no. go to a Wayne Noon show, by the way. You would? I'm a crooner guy, man. Are you yeah. kidding me? I love crooners, man. Nat King Cole, uh, Bing Crosby, Wayne Newton, uh, Robert, okay. uh, uh, okay. Robert Goulet, Frank Sinatra. Right. I know how I feel about Frank Sinatra. I like Oh, well, yeah. Man, this time you seduce me. Just saying that's okay. Hey, baby, do what you please. I have the stuff that you want. <laughs> it's a man in the day, It's a man in the day, It's a man in the day, No, no, no. <laughs> Deontay Wilder could have came out to that. Deontay Wilder. <laughs> no. No, because he got his ass beat. No, Deontay Wilder, no. <laughs> It's like actually low-key. This is, this is low-key one of my favorite songs. I don't know why. I've always oh, loved it's this. It's a great song. song it's a great song. Yeah. It's like the Michael, it's like the Michael Jackson heel turn. The Michael Jackson heel turn. <laughs> now, is this the Michael Jackson heel turn, or is it bad? Bad? Th- this seems more authentic than bad does, actually. Bad seemed fake and forced. Mm, okay, you got a point there. I, well, I, it I was, because that was, bad was around the time that hip-hop really first started to gain traction, so he was trying to kind of ride that wave cool. a little bit. That's where, <laughs> yeah, that's where bad came from. Yeah. Ain't like, nothing bad about Mike, and I like, love Mike. Mike is my man. That's yeah, him with the million zipper jacket on and everything else. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. is Michael with the white button-down shirt, and you got the girl playing the guitar while he's singing about dirt. Yeah, this, this, this fits. Oh, it bad does. Bad did not fit. And this was when he was still handsome, right before the plastic surgery, when it all went to hell. Wasn't he was Dirty, was this on the same? Lighter, this was on Dirty Diana was on Bad, wasn't it? Was it on Bad or was it on Dangerous? I can't remember. No, I'm looking at the description. It was on Bad. It was on Bad. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's kind of funny. The official description says Michael Jackson's Dirty Diana short film is the fourth of nine short films for the Bad album. They're not videos. They're short films. They were short films. But Mike, that was around the same time that Moonwalker came out. Yeah. Was a, Mike was a storyteller in this time. Like, this this song tells the whole story. Like, he was yeah, always yeah, a storyteller. Yeah. Even one of his last ones in, like, the early 2000s had, what, Chris Tucker and Marlon Brando? I forget. Yeah, you what, rocked my world. There it is. I forgot what the fuck the name of the song was, but, like, yeah, it was, like, a 12-minute video. It wasn't a bad song, either. Don't get me wrong. But, like, 12-minute no. fucking song. You got Chris Tucker doing his rush the, hour thing too. But, but that was great. Okay, hang on. Here comes the best part. Here comes the best part. Let Michael do it. Diana. Right there. That that's the heel turn right there. That was the Michael Jackson heel turn right there. Ross. Poor Diana Ross. What'd she do? Um, <laughs> Or what didn't she Just do? Ah, uh, yeah, that's Just a good kidding. 
The head of Ross didn't give Mike Jackson no pussy. Man. I, 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 I'll go to the grave believing that he, he didn't. Give no pussy. I gotta write We're that one. We're not even sure. Maybe, dirty die. Dot dot dot. Ross was, uh, still hitting uh, 103 on the um, on the speedometer too, man. She was still bad back in that day. Huh? But do you, do you think him and Lisa Marie ever, you know? Finish the uh, the marital fulfillment, or was I, that I think purely for me, man. really? I, I think more on her end than his end. <laughs> more on her end, <laughs> but I think it happened. I think she it just happened. threw him down on the bed, and he's like, "No, no, I don't want to do it. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is nice. This is nice. You're, you're yeah, too old. You're too, you're too old for me. The way you make me feel. <laughs> Blanket, turn around. No, Blanket, don't watch." <laughs> That's my man's man. I can't be out here talking shit about Mike Jackson, with y'all, man. That's yes, guy, you can. Man. It's Michael Jackson. It's, it's 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 open season. It's Michael Jackson. That's now, man's, man. the way you make me feel is a short film. That thing is nine and a half minutes long. Like, come on now, like seriously. I, I legitimately think that you rock my world is like ten or twelve. Look at that long. Like like this is this is three minutes into the video. You can do nothing with others. You can do and still nothing. I mean, you got to be a bad melon farmer, though. You remember they used to show his videos. Greg and I were old enough. Andrew, I don't know because you're like 17, but Greg and I are old enough Thank to you. remember when Michael Jackson debuted videos. That was an event. It was. It would be on network television. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, videos used to be an event in general because Headbangers Ball, which is more my flavor of music, that used to be a big thing when Headbangers Ball would debut a new video or something like that. Like even towards the end with Jamie Jasta. Okay. Speaking of headbangers, well, well, I don't think this really fits, but I actually met Bat Penfield because he lives out in Arizona. I was oh, in, yeah, uh, yeah, Arizona. yeah. Yeah, I met him at a, at a grocery store. Is he cool or is he a douchebag? No, he was cool. He, he seems like he's a little off, like he got like Parkinson's or something. Hmm. He was cool. No shit. All right, because he, he could always go both ways. Eddie Trunk seems cool as shit, though. He yeah, lives in cool. Jersey. I just haven't bumped into him yet. Cause I was um, cause what it was, we were at the self checkout and they had forgot one of their bags. Him and his lady, and I told him, "Hey man, you forgot your bag." And he turned around. I said, "Oh shit, you're Matt Pitfield. That's cool." He's like, "Oh, thanks, guy. Thanks, man." <laughs> Would you have the same reaction if it was the, what the original fucking VJ wanted to uh, like a search for fucking what was his name Jesse? That oh, strung that out, long, brown-haired yeah. fucking asshole. Yeah. That train wreck. You remember who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Greg, I do you, do you remember. Him. I do. No, I remember. Really I remember him. him. Yeah, I used to. Yeah. Man, I I used to watch that. You know, when, when I was too young to do anything, man, that was my Friday and Saturday night. You got your Carson Daly on like the rest of us? No, that was before Carson Daly. <laughs> oh, I'm well, not yeah. much, but Daisy. I'm just saying that was Daisy Fuentes well, back then. Yes. Oh, that's where you went Daisy with. Okay. Daisy Fuentes, uh, downtown Julie Brown, uh-huh. Uh-huh. those ladies. Yes. 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 Uh, and was... TV raps would come on at like uh-huh. seven o'clock on Fridays or something like that. Yeah. What was the you used to watch the uh, Friday night videos. The, the Friday, the half hour comedy hour. Like that's mm-hmm. used to watch the craziest hour. stuff on yes. MTV as a kid. What was it? Like, Kirk Loader was he like the news guy uh-huh. who was old even when he was younger, but he was like always everybody's dad. Yeah, yeah. Kirk, okay. Kirk Loader was always old, <laughs> and then the Adam guy <laughs> with the big big hair. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Kurt Loder was basically the Bob Lee of uh, MTV. Because, you know, if Bob Lee was saying your name, it was all bad. Like, you done fucked up. And it was the same thing with Kurt Loder. Either you That's fucked true. up or you died. 
Adam <laughs> Adam Curry was today. the guy's name. Adam Curry was the one with the. Whoa, he got old too. Holy crap! I see a picture of him right now. He is whoa, big difference. I mean, you're talking about 1988 to now. So yeah. Yeah, touche. He's six five. I didn't really. He's 55, wow. but he looks 75. Partying yeah. hard back then. Partying hard. I mean, that's that the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. He looks like David Coverdale now, which isn't good. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wonder if his voice is as bad as Coverdale's too. Oh my God. Let me turn Michael Hopefully back nobody off. Loves Thanks, Michael. Oh my goodness. Well, that's shout funny. out to the King of Pop, BT Dub. That's right. I, I had nothing planned past the second topic. I really didn't. <laughs> you don't. Look, we're sitting at hour four right now. It's eleven thirty. I had a deadline. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to you don't need you to have a second, if anything past the second topic with us. You know that. You've heard I the know. show. I, a time or two. <laughs> okay, yes. so let me let, let me ask you, gentlemen, man. Is anybody excited for the AEW pay per view happening on Saturday? I'm covering it for eWrestlingNews.com because Mitchell has uh, situations or family plans or something like that, so he can't. So I have to actually sit through it and cover it live coverage style. That's not what I asked you. I know that's my answer, though. <laughs> that's not an answer oh, I guess it is an answer okay. it's an answer without right. giving an answer I'll be it's honest an with you an I-, I couldn't tell you more than two of the matches without looking it up okay so what do we have we have um, uh, I know Moxley and Jericho and I know Cody and MJF that's it that's well, yeah. and then you've, you've got Cobb no no not Cobb Rhodes and uh, Hager have a match Pac yeah, and Orange yes, Cassidy yes. have a wait, match now, wait, wait a minute wait a minute hang on I have pulled it I'm up. I'm not now. actually even looking at the wiki. No, you're so doing great. Rose and Hager. But before you go any, before you go on anymore, why is this this futuristic, state of the art, everything that every fan wants to see company running with Jack Swagger versus Goldust on their pay per view? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Come on. From what I can see, the Lucha Bros and 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 Santana Ortiz aren't even on the card. But we're getting Jack Swagger versus Goldust? Well, yeah, because of the whole inner circle versus the elites thing. I and don't Rose care. Up for him, and they're both bigger, so it's it's yeah, a nice matchup. Yeah, this is flippy fair, shit spot fest central. Like, like, give me the Lucha Bros and Private Party over Jack Swagger well, and Goldust. That, that's why they're giving you fucking freshly squeezed and pock, because, you know, that's going to be a fucking waste of fucking ten minutes. And then you're going to get Hager and Goldust, which is going to be at least probably a decently wrestled, technical, old-school kind of match, because Hager, for as little charisma as he has, he's actually a talented amateur wrestler, so I'll give him credit where credit is due. Then you got the whole uh, Hangman and Omega versus the Young Bucks, which they've they've kept that will they won't they who's gonna who's gonna turn you know Omega's still best friends with the Bucks, so it's a lot like what they did in New Japan when it was Golden Lovers versus the Young Bucks, and there's that whole kind of gimmick. Then we know what MJF versus Cody's gonna be, and you know are they gonna crown Moxley or is Jericho gonna continue to find a way to get out of it somehow? So I mean. The storylines are there. If, if I, Jericho I loses, it poorly. if Jericho loses, doesn't that completely negate the inner circle at that point? It does, and Jericho doesn't need to lose the title anytime soon. I, I would keep so. the title on him for at least a no, year. I would keep it on him now. Well, at least one more pay per view, I'd keep it on him. Here's my question year. about the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Adam Page, because because I, I when I talk, I, I don't watch AEW because I hate it. I don't watch AEW because I'm busy and I just got to draw the line somewhere. Is how that works. 
did I already see the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and, and Hangman Page when I saw the Undisputed Era versus Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong? Like, is that where we're headed with this? Because I just feel like that's something's no. got to turn, right? No? No, because Hangman's got the personality that, like, I mean, Riddle has personality, but it's not the same thing. Like, Not Riddle, no, no, no. Really... Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong when Roddy turned and joined Undisputed Era. Oh, that, oh that's a while ago. No, oh, I don't know. That's a good question. That match was better than this match is going to be because I, I was <laughs> the the Bucks had won me over for a minute, but now they they are who I, I thought know. they were. So that that Roddy match with Strong was bad because Cole was hurt and Cole had to do double duty or some shit like that or however that worked. So he kind of half fasted and got taken out of the match early, and then it was more Kyle O'Reilly doing the heavy lifting and then the turn from strong if i remember correctly greg you can correct me because i know you're more of the nxt you know professional than i am but there there was a lot of story this i feel is going to be spot heavy for 15 or 20 minutes and then something may or may not happen it's a little too telegraphed for hangman to turn but they might do it anyway because they they did the telegraph turn with uh mjf where I really was hoping they'd be more clever with it, but they weren't. They went with the the obvious, the elephant in the room with that one. So I don't know. I, I hope they do something cute. And I don't just mean like, you know, a 630 fucking double sow cow off the top rope into a fucking <laughs> group of idiots because the spots are really starting to disgust me. But, you know, but story-wise, it could be two, something. Two things come, come to mind. First of all, I always hear double sow cow. What is a double sow cow? A uh, figure well, skating reference. Mind. Okay. All right. It, 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 with the toe loop and uh, I think four four. I thought it was like a cow that doesn't eat it's grass, a, like a soy eating cow. No, or it, it's like a that. figure skating reference. It's like the no, cow, the cow version of a soy boy. <laughs> a double sow cow. A double I love sow that, cow though. Is, is a threesome with two fat women. Hey, eat it's not better than Alabama Big Rose. <laughs> Alabama pig roast is better because, you know, that's putting a girl in a rotisserie and then having an arm wrestling contest with your buddy. So that that's just fantastic. You don't even need to have what you're saying. You've never had an Alabama pig roast. I can't say that I have. No, I don't eat pork. (laughs) (laughs) Alabama pig roast. Platt. And and the second question, Platt, can you just repeat for everybody how you describe the young bucks? They are who we thought they were. Four picks against Grossman and two fumbles. What did you see about the Bears? Uh, we shut them down that way. No, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, they're what we thought they were. <laughs> we played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. <laughs> But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. We let them off the hook. <laughs> the best part is, is him stumbling through his words at the beginning. Like, that's the most underrated part of it. We did, we did, we did, we did what we thought they were. Four picks against Grossman. Like, I love that part. Uh, we shut them down that way. No, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. I love that part. Why did we, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. That's the, that is the funniest part because he's trying to be like coach speak and trying to uh-huh. talk all intelligent and keep his emotions in check. He's like, didn't oh, work. Fuck, it. fuck these motherfuckers, Did, man. Didn't work at all. <laughs> what, what, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we Continue took the damn to field. Go. 
Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them all talk. And didn't they go to the Super Bowl that year, too? The Bears, I think so. Yeah, I think that was the year they got their ass kicked by the Colts. Yeah. 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 Dennis yeah, Green, man. Dennis Green. <laughs> gone, but not we forgotten. We need him in the S- XFL, man. He can cut a hell of a promo. He's dead. Dennis Green's <laughs> gone, buddy. Dennis Green's gone. He died? So, you, you, whoa, 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 whoa. So, Dennis Green is dead, but Wayne Newton's still alive. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Wade Dude, man. Uh-huh. Take it in there. Dennis Green passed away in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So Dennis Green has been gone for an Olympics. Yes. <laughs> wow. I had no idea he was dead. So. Yeah, he was 67. Not even that wow. old. Well, I'm in in Black Eyed Years. That's like 92. He, and the, and honestly, the the picture that they show of him on Wikipedia from 2015, he looks about he looks 92. He looks about 92. 87. Yeah, 92. <laughs> somewhere in that range. <laughs> Yeah, he looked good though in the video I was looking at where I was, where I was it's playing. That concept of black don't crack until it does. <laughs> it's black don't crack until you get diabetes. Yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good till they cut off. Your- this a friend of mine, a friend of mine who's uh, his birthday is tomorrow. He's actually born on February 29th, so I joke that he's turning 12 tomorrow because he's turning 48. That's funny. He, him, and his girlfriend work at the same place, and so she got like. And it's a gym, and he got, and she bought this whole big spread of like donuts, pizza, whatever. And he said he he thanked his birthday for getting him diabetes for his birthday, <laughs> or his girlfriend for getting him diabetes for his birthday. Because <laughs> you know when funny. you get older, you're more susceptible. Of course, he's a wrestler and works yeah, out all the time, but still. So it still happens. Yeah, he, he, he can carbo load one day. You never know. He can, oh, he can. They they all can, man. Wrestling is yeah. being around it. It's 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 just it's so. So much fun and, and, and so good and just, yeah. Go some, go see some indie. Platt, what was the last indie wrestling show you've been to? It was actually out in Arizona. I can't remember who threw it, but it was um, it was a bad turnout. and I, It was downtown Phoenix, and James Storm was there. Bret Hart was there. He gave like a little two, two three-minute promo. Uh, Christopher Daniels was there. Uh, I, it might have been him and Kazarian. It was a tag team. I just remember Christopher Daniels. You sure this wasn't just TNA? No, no, no. <laughs> that, that's funny you say that because the main event was uh, a local brother, a local uh, Native American brother versus EC3. This is around the time that he was the e, the uh, TNA champion. And I think Gangrel was there. This sounds like a TNA show. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. I swear to God, it wasn't a TNA show, man. I just can't remember who threw it, but it was out in Arizona. And, it, I mean, it was fun. I mean, the crowd was shit, but it was it was fun, man. I had a really good time. The only problem the, the, I had was the, I the ate local, the hot dogs. The local Native American brother you're talking about is probably the guy who promotes ICW wrestling with me out here now. I'm going to have to ask him about that. Be like, did you wrestle EC3 a couple years ago downtown? What, what, what's his name, man? Maybe I'll remember it. The Navajo Warrior. Is what he wrestles as. I'm not gonna isn't give. There, I'm not gonna give. Isn't the name. Arrow Club? Isn't Fair the enough. Arrow Club out of like Texas and they go around you guys? They do come around sometimes. There, one's in Texas and one is in like Northern California. Um, but yeah, they they come around. Uh, the Party Hard Wrestling, a local promotion that does really well. Um, they use them on occasion. I, know I heard that. I I read between the lines of that. I heard what you just said. What? They do well. I just said that. No, no, no. I'm not going to bust you out, but I heard you. 
Just know I heard you. No, they do, and and they they definitely they, look. They serve a niche market, and they have found their market, and they do it well. And so that's you hear it too, don't you, Andrew? You hear it too, don't you? I, oh, I heard it. I heard it. Yeah. Okay. Heard okay. It. What? Okay. Look, I, it's just like <laughs> it's just like when Cornette got canceled in NWA. I I heard it. I heard why people were just like he needs to resign. I still find it a little funny, personally. Do I have to resign heard... now? Do I have to resign from... Only from, from the NWA. That's fine. <laughs> you, can't do... you can't resign from your own shit, man. That's the great thing about having <laughs> <your own> shit. <laughs> and DeMarco, you know the last indie show I was at. Because I think I was talking to you about it. Because it was the Star Pro show. Oh, and Jimmy show. Rave. And, yeah. Jimmy Rave. And he, he sold the finish for like five fucking minutes after he came off of his, what, knee surgery or whatever you were saying he fucked up? Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but what I do remember is that he sold a bunch of merchandise to people to to help pay for that surgery, and mine still hasn't arrived yet. Now that you bring it up, like when did I? Buy I know that? I bought something at the table from his girlfriend. I forget. Fuck. I probably what he was supposed to send me. You probably have it now. <laughs> I, I got the I got the Jimmy Rave shirt that has the uh, Danzig Mother lyrics on it. Oh, I know it wasn't that. It, it, I, it I was the, it. It wasn't like Jimmy Rave approved or anything like that. No, I got one of the. I bought like, I, and I was gonna use them as gifts for you know, obviously wrestling people, and he never sent them. Motherfucker! I got worked, man. We gotta yell at Jimmy Rave. Apparently so. <laughs> Pot is so, war. The one where we yell at Jimmy Rave. Fuck you, Jimmy Rave. I said it. Write that down as a potential topic. Fuck you. Star Pro is. Star Pro is nice, though. I mean, I think I might have got worked a little bit because uh, Green Ant was there, and I guess he was working the table with his girlfriend, and he had one really nice mask, and Bob was there with me, and we were looking over the gear, and then Bob goes, oh, I like that. And then I, I look at them, I go, so what's what's his story with that one? And they go, oh, we've had it a while, but you know we're willing to talk. We wanted 150 but we're willing to deal. So... That felt like they said they were willing to like deal for it yeah, a little. You, you, I already know you got work. So bro. I'm not you sure work. if they were trying to use that as like just a pitch to see how low I'd go, and then they just jump, or however it was. But you know, I, I give them a good number. I think I gave them like a hundred, which it's it's a nice fucking mess. Don't get me wrong. And I didn't want to lowball him too much because the same pawn stars. So <laughs> that, that that was just where I was at because I'm like, I know the motherfuckers got to eat. The most I know Green Ant from is like Chikara and like local indie stuff, so it's not like he was ever like huge, huge, huge yet. But he's he's a good worker. So man, I, yo, I may have Andrew, gotten taken slightly. Andrew, but he he paid twenty five for that shit, man. You got work, bro. It's a nice <laughs> mask. He, he paid twenty five. It's a nice done. mask. See, I looked at it with the fact of Bob wanted it and Bob's happy with it and it's good quality. So it, it, I'm not upset with it. You know what I mean? Like I, I felt like I gave him a decent price and I'm not too upset with what I paid. Full transparency, tonight, brother. No, that's I, just I just wanna, with it. So I bought merchandise from Jimmy Rave on November twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. It still ain't. Okay, here. that was. <laughs> I mean, I, I know it's, we. It's know been Chris so long, I forgot about promoting. it. <laughs> like Chris does a great job promoting things for uh, pro wrestling tees, but pro wrestling tees has screwed me over because I bought something around the same time where I got a Jimmy Rave shirt and a fucking Chris Jericho a uh, little bit of the bubbly shirt that was supposed to be for Bob. And I think it said it delivered right, right before Thanksgiving, but obviously it's not there. So I have sent like nine emails and left like a voicemail to whoever the hell pro wrestling tees person is, have gotten no correspondence back. Really? So, yeah. So I'm not exactly happy I, uh... with them. 
That's why I'm, I'm gonna, happy Chris plugging for that. <laughs> off, offline, I'm going to give you an email address. Forward okay. your order. Don't you didn't get it from me, but I'm going to give you an email address. And, I got you. And send it to Good that, thing that we're person. not recording. <laughs> well, they don't know. Yeah, you might want to edit this. <laughs> nope, not going to edit it. It's going to stay. It's, this it's gonna part stay on you air. might want to edit a nope, little bit. Not editing. <laughs> I don't so edit. Go, I just, just don't. Throw some music in over top of it. Nope. It's all going to be there. I've been, you know how long, goddammit, I've been asking PC to get some air horns. I've been asking PC for years, give me some air horns, give me some gunshots. He hasn't done either. It was so He probably just likes horns. you doing it. Let's, let's, see, let's see. I don't like me doing it. Let's see but what's better. Out. Okay, hang on. This is this is the, the sound bite. And this is Christopher Platt. Okay, now hang on. This is Christopher Platt. And this is the sound bite. That's can't tell the difference. Can't, can't tell the difference. No, yeah, it's yeah, a sound bite. Yes. Yeah, it's that's it's seamless. Platt. It's one to one. Yes. It's, it's one just one. like it's the it's Office meme not. where these are the same two pictures. It's, yes. If you it's listen to it enough, <laughs> if you listen to it enough, they sound the same. <laughs> we need that too for we need that regularly as well. I like that. Let's be honest. We all know which one you guys need. We all know which sound bite. Yes. Pot give it to needs. us. You know give what I want. So good. I love that theme. Let's do the I long one. Let's do the. So let's, I haven't been playing the long one because of the passing of the great Kobe Bryant, but I'll play it now. Yeah, you couldn't do without me, Kobe. You can't do without me. Kobe, you can't do it out me. Everybody, Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. I get so much hatred from Patrick O'Dowd and Miranda Morales when I press, when I press that button. And I don't know why they don't like it, but they don't like it. Tell me how my ass tastes. And I don't get it. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, BT Dub, I just got a text from my woman telling me, and I quote, your air horn sucks. <laughs> Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Your air horn sucks. You know, we legitimately have to get Amber on this. I was going to say, can she? Bumper. How far away is she? She is in the bedroom. She's probably about thirty feet from here. Can she come is on? That like, is she already like? Is she already in like bedtime clothes and probably doesn't want to come in front of a camera? Or is it? Yes, that's okay. probably. I'll, I'll ask. But we can respect that. I just want to. I just want to say up front for all the lady listeners, we can respect that. We are fine oh, with yeah. that. We will not subject her to that. Damn. At all. I promise you. I'm guys. asking though. Of course you are. <laughs> I can't wish she texted you and said your air horn sucks. <laughs> I mean, I can with some of the shit he said. That's Amber true. says it's fantastic. That's true. Am- Amber's awesome. I I can definitely see how she can. Put we up we with need another. Amber, you guys did that one show. We need another. We need some more cocktails oh, with Cramber. Cocktails with Cramber. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, it's cocktails with Kriba. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aesop she hates that shit name. too. She hates that Kriba shit too. By, hey, by the way. blame Aesop because Aesop couldn't remember what the fuck her name was and thought it was Reba for some fucking reason. He thought her name was Reba. That's outstanding, That's Reba. I remember that. Says, can, can you come give us a couple of minutes on the pod? 
No. You guys know how to party. She said no. <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah. Sure. just have to hit her up ahead of time next time. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you gotta... Some, some things you just can't share on air. I got th- this is a new one too. You guys will like this one. <laughs> uh, Shakira, Shakira. Is that Super Bowl? Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yes. Like, look, I got tons of respect for Jennifer Lopez, but the biggest thing I learned from that Super Bowl halftime show is that Shakira is probably the most underrated performer on God's green earth. Oh yeah. 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 She dances, she sings well, she plays an instrument, and she's just entertaining as fuck. And, and let's be, just because you know it's just just the three of us and, and and the walls around us. But every guy who hears this thinks of what? Oh, you already know the tongue act. <laughs> yes, I you mean, already know. Come on yeah. now. And and if yeah. and anybody I think about the trail of tears and the plight of my Native American ancestors. Shut up. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. No, no. You, you, we all know what you think about. Tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like groceries. Like groceries. You think oh, my goodness. I got, I, it, it's the sad thing is I don't even know how to end this show at this point. <laughs> oh, man. This, is, this, was, this was good. This was fun. I, I, I want to be honest with you guys. Like, I'm so glad we did this. I really am. You guys are awesome. So right, I am too, man. This was fun. I'm I'm sitting at nine percent battery on my computer, so yeah, we're gonna have to start uh wrapping it up here momentarily. But no, I had a good time. No, we can definitely we can definitely wrap it up here momentarily. So I'm gonna play something. We're gonna pick a show title, and we'll just play some of this. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I serve as the advocate for the reigning. Defending Undisputed Universal Champion. Hey yo! All right, so we've got a list of potential show titles. I'm gonna read through and we're gonna pick. So we got four. <laughs> this, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you can't even get through the first. It's not even that bad, but when you read them, everything comes to mind. Four spears and a weak ass jackhammer. <laughs> Re- reverse streak. O for Kofi. <laughs> Drew McIntyre does mean Mel Gibson. <laughs> Groovy like a 10-cent movie. I didn't know you heard that. Oh, I did. Dirty Diana, dot, 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 Ross. <laughs> Cow version of a soy boy. <laughs> Fuck you, Jimmy Rave. <laughs> And your air horn sucks. <laughs> That's hard, man. Yeah, that is hard. That's tough. I have I have a top three. Okay, what's your top three? My top three are uh, Four Spears and a Weak-Ass Jackhammer. Okay. O for Kofi. Okay. And Fuck You, Jimmy Rave. <laughs> I have the exact same top three, although I would have uh, Fuck You, Jimmy Rave second. And over Kofi third, but yeah, I got the exact same top three. So what was your number one? Uh, four, four spears in a week as <laughs> I think that might be it, and that was the first one we came up with. <laughs> yeah, four spears and a weak ass jackhammer. <laughs> oh man, that is good stuff. All right, Platt, do do, do the usual closing. 
All right, Mr. Belaz, why don't you let the good folks know where they can find you? Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at IWC Warchief and uh, writing wonderful reviews of her impact and apparently AEW Revolution on eWrestlingNews.com on Saturday. That should be interesting because I've got to do live coverage style. So, woo boy. That's, that's fun. That's fun, fun, fun. How about you, Chris? Yes. And shout out to uh, John the Baptist, aka Andrew Blast. Oh yeah, thank you. Um, you guys can. Find I love how you have a different nickname for the beard all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's white guys with long beards, man. I could go biblical from here until we end this show. I could I'll just go somebody. back to the handlebar mustache again. We could do that. We could relive those years. We could. Please do, actually. <laughs> Oh, really? All right. Go full yes. 70s Mod Squad style. All right. Yes. And then oh, one week, you got to go uh, pedophile mustache on them, too. Oh, boy. Uh, that, that's a bit much. I might have to rent the white panel van again. Yeah. We got a late entry pedophile mustache. No, we don't have a late entry pedophile mustache. No. No, not a late entry. Hey, man, you guys can find me on Twitter at the Real C Plat. And I'm actually going to start tweeting again. I've actually tweeted again. I promise I'm going to do it. I, I'm going to do it this time. I'm serious. But more importantly than that, go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Seriously, if you enjoy what we do and the content that we provide, show us some love and make sure we can keep providing it. And this weekend through Monday, go to prowrestlingtees.com, type in the promo code madness, and you'll get 20% off your order. So again, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you, thank you, and please, the chair It's not just a website, it's a movement. Thechairshot.com. Always. Use your head. You can find me on social media at ChairShotGreg. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I have to warn you guys, everybody out there, now that the IZW show has taken place, I'm probably going to go back into social media hiding for a little bit just because I need a break from it. I'm finding different ways to post things without having to actually be in there. So, But it's uh, it won't be forever because it's WrestleMania season, and so you know that means that we got to tweet things and post things and, and have a lot of fun with things. So gonna have to happen that's just the way it works just gonna have to gonna have to happen so yeah pc tunny feel better right at pc tunny on twitter as well at pod underscore is underscore war check out the uh the pod is war twitter handle as well and uh yeah it, it's this was this was fun I appreciate it. And shout out to our commander in chief, Mr. DeMarco. Thank you, man, for doing this, recording, for coming on with us. And this was fun, man. We gotta have you on again, brother. Mm-hmm. Can do, can do. So I've I've got a short version of it, but 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 still, give me the give me the signal. All right, fair enough, man. Thank you guys for tuning in to the latest edition of Pot is War. We'll be back next week, same plat time, same plat channel. Until then, shalom. Hit it, Carly. You're so You couldn't do without me, Kobe. You couldn't do without me, Kobe. You can't do it without me, everybody. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes.